intermission we'd like to welcome you back to part two of graham's vinyl underpants can i stop can i stop you there very quickly and just ask yeah. how many do, how many how much vinyl do you actually have like how many okay let's do an australian measurement how many milk crates do you have in vinyl <laughs> <laughs> they're not in milk crates they're on shelves like I said, i'm not a huge collector no, no, um, I, I don't I've need a clarification about- i want to know how many milk crates you have mate <laughs> no, I've got, I've got about 400 albums. Wow. And, and probably about yeah. 200, 200 singles. I've probably got about I've probably got about the same about 400. Really? Probably about 200 wow. singles as well. No yeah. wonder you're doing a, a not in the same category. Vinyl. That's amazing. Yeah. It'd only be about 50 vinyl for me. Well, I've got I'm on the other spectrum. I've got none. <laughs> me too. I've got none now. I used to have about probably 50. We used to go over to your place and have vinyl nights and listen. Yeah, he actually had a good collection. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly wasn't quantity, it was quality. It's a lot of um, early Van Halen in there too, remember? The tax men were in there. Hold on, Graham, because it's not a visual medium for our listener, you might want to tell him what you just <laughs> held up and showed oh, us. That, those, yeah, so that's Queen's greatest. So, yes. So, we thought that was Bowie's chameleon. Um, oh, Cassette Queen, how do we know rewind. that the gender of our one listener is male? Did I did I assign a gender to our listener? Yes, you did. So did I? I? I've, oh, never, I'm... I've never known the gender of our one yeah, listener. Yeah, I think before. it's Mr. I, Safety, I did... isn't it? <laughs> no, no. That narrows it down a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know that Mr. Safety listens. <laughs> um... gonna... This one's called Showdown. It's um, Johnny Copeland, oh, Robert yeah. Cray. And um, the the great Albert Collins, and it's a Grammy Award winning album of blues. It's just it's just friggin' incredible. Sorry, Eddie. But, um, mm. it's, How you talking? Second best album ever for me is Dark Side of the Moon. So I've got it, and of course I've Second got the Quadraphonic as well. Um, Are they actually? If you actually open those, these two have been opened. Yeah, I've got I've got, a, okay. I've got one. Downstairs, it's not been opened. Yeah, but it's, it's not an original or anything like that. Okay. Yeah, it's um, the toilet doormat. Oh, these, these my God. Two copies are actually pretty old. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> just really That's quickly, what I use mine for. My, my favourite album of all time, Die Straits Love Over Gold. So I, no. Yeah, I can, I can very love. Very good choice. I just can't. I can't fault Terrible. it. Terrible. Can't fault it. I love it. Right, oh, come wow. on, Jerry, tell us it. why, along with the Beatles, you also don't like Dire Straits. I, mean, I, I, I promised I myself I wouldn't swear this, this podcast, so I'm not going to go into that at all. Huh? Can you just give me... Devo, what's it, what's it? Freedom of Choice. <laughs> one of my favourite singles, Devo, Freedom of Choice. Love that one. Yeah, great. Devo. Yeah. I've Devo. got my 12-inch, my favourite 12-inch here. Let's Which is Pill. Oh, Pill, this is not a love song. This is not a love song. I oh. love that song. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And if you actually play it at 33, 
it sounds really good as well. It's, <laughs> but uh, no, I really, I really, no. really enjoy it. No, really. So, um, yeah, awesome. it sort of gets a, a double play, one at 33, one at 45. Love okay, do you, what, what, what else do you do during your day? You're just like, okay, I've got my – like other people have plans out. I'm going to do yoga from here and I'm going to cook here. I've got this to do. you just like Pink Floyd in this hour, then I've got Iron Maiden in this hour, and at 3 o'clock I've got to put on this. This is the moods of the day. If you've got like a music spectrum you've got planned out for the day, I really want to know. Well, I tend to just play the same albums. Like, even oh, so though I've got lots. Oh, I thought you were interesting. So you're boring as, <laughs> right, well, okay. Well, right, gotcha. playing vinyl is a very private thing, actually. Oh. And so, yeah, I just, now. yeah, even though I've got loads and every now and then on a Saturday night we'll crack out and we'll, you know, have a DJ off between me and my husband and he'll play all of his shit Public and then we'll play the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> But, you know, there is a little bit of common ground between us, but not really. He, he um, I bought him, and I was so embarrassed. I was, like, running around, like, hiding my face. I bought him um, the Old Crow Medicine Show, which is a, you know, Ameri- Ameri- American band that with fiddles and banjos and they sing about Jesus. And even though it's not... A Christian sort of thing, but yeah, they sing about rodeos, yeah, and it's just bad. It, and but I bought it for him, so he's allowed to play it. But oh, okay, yeah, it's well, the worst. So, what else is in his, his uh, genre? Well, he he used to sort of back in the day, so it's actually um, his turntable and amp that we play off because when you know the union came together. We could only have room for, for one of them. So he's, Listen, he's you're not one. a country. You're not a country. It's just a marriage, right? Okay. <laughs> um, anyway. But um, so, you know, my mine had to go because his was better. And um, so he used to DJ and have, he has a whole load of two-tone and scar and stuff like that. And he has a whole load of Midnight Oil, um, Billy Bragg, um, right, so it's got some taste. Okay, that's fine. Some, some, but it's just wavered and gone completely downhill over the years. So I have to well, balance it out. Mr. Safety and I agreed upon our marriage on the proviso that he never plays John Williamson in my presence ever. Yeah. The song Cootamundra Wattle is a very evocative song and it's absolutely beautiful and it makes me cry every time I listen to it because of just how it is, but also because my dad just used to play that stuff all the time and it's such a beautiful song. So have a listen and uh, see what you can't. Sorry, can't. (laughs) Sorry, just can't. Old Man Eveview, that's it. That's as far as I go with that artist. I'm not a big country music fan, but I do like Australian country music as opposed to American, to be honest. I don't, I don't what mind about Johnny Cash? I'm, I'm the exact um, yeah, opposite there, Graham. I, I prefer American country to, to Australia. I find ours is a bit hillbilly where you get stuff oh, really? like American no, rocker and... Um, okay. No, no. no, no I, can just, I can associate really, Australian country music really good. much more than I can American. I guess. Check um, out um, Darius one. Rucker's um, Wagon Wheel. That's a great song. Now, what is it? Darius Rucker? Darius Rucker. Wagon yeah, wheel. Wagon wheel. Yeah. I tell you, there's Great one. Song. There's only, there's there's one uh, band that I heard 
country wise. I was like, and I really didn't pick it. I picked it as country late in the song, but uh, there's three girls, the McClintoffs or something. Oh, the yeah. The McClymonts. The yeah. McClymonts, yeah. Okay, they're anti vaxxers whatever. Okay, so they the Australian. had a couple of songs that, yes, they actually hit the mark as far as songwriting structure for me and whatever, and the hook was good, and I was like, okay, this actually works. But mostly, I don't know, country just doesn't really do it. There's no drive. It's just sort of like, you know, the cow died. The youth's broken down. My wife left me. Leave me. You know, there's no rain coming. It's like, oh, yeah, we all know that. Like, Just put a new Land Cruiser. Yeah. Yeah, like it's a side version of She's my youth is number one. She's my youth is the name of the song. What? What? What product was introduced in 1979, which pretty much signaled the start of the end for vinyl records? The Sony what? Walkman. So oh. it's the first time I think you could walk around and take your music with you. Or oh, roller um, skate. No, that's yeah. exactly right. Roller skate. Oh, the Sony Walkman. Yeah. I'm just picturing Cliff Richard right now. Cliff Richard. Small people. Small people. I like small. Wired for sound. By 1983. Cassettes were outselling vinyl records. Then came portable CD players and CD players. Then what do you think came next that killed them all? M- MP3? MP3. Yeah, well, probably oh, jump. Napster. Napster. The iPod. <laughs> yeah. What was launched in 2001? The iPod. The iPod. Yeah. Yeah. iPod. Which pretty pretty made, made all other devices uh, lost to history in a way. And then I guess what, what came after that? Streaming services. Well, so. let's let's face it. Nobody that now will understand the joy of going on a school excursion where there's five boom boxes up and down the length of the bus, all playing full bore with different songs playing, and occasionally, just occasionally, they'd put the same song on, but the songs would play at different speeds because the batteries that were at a different stage of their battery life. <laughs> People just don't appreciate the joy of that anymore. Or, or the joy, of, in fact, of going to a, a record store. I mean, that's gone. Yes. I How think, much do I well, taking in, next in, step, in record the, the stores action. looking through these old... Yeah. Oh, there's there's plenty of record stores in them out. Well, Sid was there today. Sid was there today. Yeah. There's plenty well, of you independent record stores. It. In Newtown. You couldn't go in. Right, you couldn't go You're in. You're not allowed to go in, but just that joy of sometimes you buy the record, you come back home, you put it on the turntable. In Newtown, yeah. And it was just you and the music and just to zone into it. I mean, you don't have that kind of joy now where you bought it, you can't wait to go home and play it. So can and I also, ask yeah. how you think that manifests in your mind that there's a difference between putting a vinyl record on compared to listening it on a CD or whatever. Do you think that is it a derivative of your uh, your childhood and whatnot, how you originally started listening to music and that is why you feel that way, so you're being reflective on it? Or how do you think that whole thing manifests that it is better than anything else through the sound, same sound system? I say, Jerry, playing vinyl is like looking at the sun in real life, which is right behind you probably. Um, listening to it on a CD player, it's like watching it on television. 
So it's just different. It's a different feel, different texture. What a great analogy. No, I agree with you. I was, I was like, yeah, I'm glad you chimed in with your and I wanted to hear Sid's analogy on why, because the way he said that. I was, I was that, trying to like, stop Sid from answering. Oh, <laughs> that was. That's, that, that's fair enough. No, no, kidding. But in a similar I think way, a lot of it is nostalgia. I think you, you just oh, it takes right, you back so to you that time. It, you know, you remember that album from the time you bought it. And the little crackle that just starts at back. the start. Mm. Oh, that crackle at the start of the vinyl just sort of takes you to, it's like the smell. Yeah. Like the, the, the lunchbox that you open in the cupboard, that reminds you of like kindergarten lunchbox or whatever it is. It's that sort of, because it's a powerful. I just remembered too, I, I skipped out. I didn't give my top five either. You know that Eddie and Marianne recreated the cover of Rumours, don't you? Oh, <laughs> Wedding photo. Just, just after the scene from Ghost. Yeah. I'm feeling ill enough now. All right. I've got 1984, Van Halen. Good wow. One. I've got nice. a compilation album, 1982 with a bullet. Oh, oh yes. Have that one. Oh, oh, are you joking? I had that on, on yes. cassette for sure. Oh, That's my God, what are the songs? It's up there with 82 Out of the Blue. Oh, yeah. What About Me? Oh. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah more. Yeah. Oh, is that, oh, is that Shannon Noll? So good. <laughs> oh, so funny. I had Highway to Hell, uh, ACDC, mm-hmm. obviously, Back in Black, ACDC, and this is one of left field, War of the Worlds. <gasps> yes! Yes! War of the Worlds, that's the oh. one. Yes! And Graham has the prop handy. Yes! Thank you, baby. Oh. Yes, are you, are you, are you, what's going on there? Huh? It's amazing, Al. What's this? What's this? Yes, 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 yes. It is. Yes. It is the. It is an amazing yes. album, and the songs and the story, and it's got Richard Burton narrating, and it's just oh, and it's got David Essex in it. Oh, it's it, awesome. It also represents most of my marijuana consumption through my whole life was to that album. What do you mean to that album? I just just get stoned and listen to it in the dark. It was great. I used to listen to it when I was sick. (laughs) Once I got over listening to it. pretty much the same thing. (laughs) rotation. If I was crook in bed, I'd put it on and listen to it as I drifted off to sleep. (laughs) I think I told you, Eddie, that's the first um, CD I ever bought. War of the Worlds. Why did you choose to buy... A CD instead of vinyl. That's the first CD you bought. Could you not get that on vinyl? Is that what you chose? I already, already had it on vinyl. So but, you um, bought a CD because you had a so car. He had, had a, a Sony CD Walkman player. with a CD player. Because uh, we were we were similar. We were similar to Eddie, our friends at the time. We used to have like nights where we'd all just go there. We'd lie on our backs in someone's house and just listen to it. So instead of actually taking the vinyl, I bought it on CD because it was easy to. To commute around, but unfortunately, unlike Eddie, we didn't get stoned when we listened to it. Dude, you you said earlier you 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 bagged another uh, another brick on the wall, right? The movie or the album or whatever. But I remember when we were young, you took me to someone else's place, and the whole objective was to watch that movie stoned, right? And I didn't get stoned, but you did. To be honest, right? it's about the only way you get through it. that movie. 
You said you said you loved it. You said it was an amazing experience. It was one of the best movies you ever watched. And I remember it as plain as day. Maybe I misremember it, but I'm pretty sure. And I, it was somewhere I'm, in. I'm pretty Hollywood sure you're misremembering it. I doubt no, I would it ever. It was one of your high school friends. The best. You know what? You know what? Fair enough. I'm wrong. But you know what? It could be the mind-altering substances that had Eddie saying that it was the best. And how does that make it? How does that make it not good? Because it can be absolute crap. There's a whole oh. lot of movies when they okay, brought in. No, no, but if you've had an experience in your life and whether you were baked or you weren't and, it's, and it was good at the time, you, you shouldn't go back and then diss that experience. Really. Oh, no, 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 you shouldn't. That's right. I want to call him out. No, no, all I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dissing the experience. I'm dissing having listened to Pink Floyd unstoned. Okay. They're just yes, all you're telling claiming me that you Floyd actually is enjoyed awful. It. It's Pink Floyd. Oh, it's awful as well. From awful. You. Awful. Pink Floyd. So what are you saying, Eddie? Are you saying that someone put on War of the Worlds, you got stoned, and then suddenly someone put on Pink Floyd and you just didn't know? Just, just sort of float into it. I can't recall ever being stoned listening to Pink Floyd. Unless it was just the film. Possibly but a true like statement, I said, that's, that's the only way you can get through <laughs> that film is to be stoned. You cannot watch it. <laughs> Right. It could be a very true statement, but you could be stoned and don't recall watching it. I love it. No, just leave it at that. So that was good. Just leave it there. It's <laughs> good. You didn't have to elaborate. Commercial time. Um. Darling, do you know where my penis pump is? It's in the inappropriate gift warehouse box that's in your cupboard. By the way, have you seen those TV ads for Podno Name Retirement Village? It sounds interesting. I like to check it out. Yes, I saw one the other day. They don't seem to charge too much either. Just most of our fortnightly pension, leaving us that $10 we need for lubricant. Did you see the facilities they have and activities they offer? I want to go to Graham's final night. Did you see the tagline where you can request your favourite songs 10 minutes after they've been played? No, sounds interesting though. I did see Eddie's tech emporium. It's just up my alley where it's 2003 every day. Fun times. I hope there's not teetotalers at Podno Names Retirement Village. No, no it's not. They have Morty's Moonshine where he will give us something to make us forget. And there's even a hairdresser's, Captain Alzheimer's hair design, where you get the best hairstyle she can remember to create. Let's face it, every hairdo would be an original. Oh, I want to go to Bargy's ball lectures. Few people know about military history like Bargy does. I heard that if he forgets where he's at, he delivers his lectures in French. Oh, that would be no good for me. I don't speak French. <laughs> and now that we are retired, we don't need our brain cells anymore, so we could go to Jerry's Garden Centre and get some of his premium ganja. And the brochure says that our annual fees cover all the mould we can inhale. They even have a eulogy service for instance, typing. Hey, get this. 
slogan is, she may not be accurate anymore, but she's still fast. And to relax, there's Sid Tai Chi sessions, where we can break a hip slowly. Hour after we we need to seriously look into moving into Podnar Names Retirement Village. I'll have a look on their website and book an inspection appointment. Podno Name Retirement Village. Our fees mean that your legacy will be your love, not your money. Commercial time. In amongst all of my, you know, 400 records, I, ha- I have a sub-collection. Such a bad yeah. <laughs> One of my favourite artists is um, Mark Bolan from T-Rex. Oh, yes. And so I have all of his, like, 12 studio albums and then all of the compilations and the box sets and um, all the BBC session recordings, the, the early Decca recordings that he did. And so it's a very, very comprehensive of probably about... 60 to 70 albums and CDs and singles and bits and pieces. And that that doesn't even, that's actually boxed away. That doesn't even get played. It's that precious yeah. to me. Okay. That is if, you're that, if the, you're that excited about that stuff, do you actually go and check on it? Do you actually have it in a humidified room? Do you have it in a box that like has like some absorbent material around it? What are it, you doing? It, does have some little silica pouches in it. Yes, it does. Oh, my yes. God. Go yes. and check on your records yes. before you yeah. get raping in one day and crying your rice yeah. bubbles every day. <laughs> Question five. In yeah, what year did vinyl you did vinyl start making a comeback? Multiple choice. A, making 2005. A comeback. B, 2008. C, 2012. Or D, Apple. Me. D, Apple. No, I'm just, just trying Apple. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with. I'm going to have to go with A. It's got to be early. 2012. I'll say 2006. Yeah, 2005. 2005. Yeah, 2005. A. It's what was the biggest selling band or artist of albums vinyl, obviously, in the 1960s? Or oh, the Beatles? Oh, yeah. No, it's probably not there because it's going to be a trick uh, question, isn't it? Um, it um, Easy Beats? Beats? No, it was Johnny O'Keefe. 263. Worldwide. Oh, worldwide. worldwide. Sorry. Well, that doesn't make too much difference, I guess. Well, it's not Johnny O'Keefe. Can't be the it's, it's got to be the Beatles, but it can't. It can't. No, it's, it's a trick question, surely. No, look, put you out of misery. It is the Beatles. Uh, out of interest, second was James Brown. Third, ah. the, the Beach Boys. Fourth, oh, the Supremes. Oh, good call on the Beach Boys. Yeah. Fourth, the Supremes, and fifth, the Rolling Stones. Okay, next question. <laughs> it's in a similar vein. Biggest selling band or artist of the nineteen seventies of vinyl music. Floyd. Beep. Yes. This one's hard. The this Eagles. one's actually harder. Think hard. The Eagles. Kiss. I'll give you a clue. His, his middle name is Hercules. Oh, Hercules. That's always Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. Elton John. Oh, really? Elton John. Yeah, Over okay. 300 Yeah, baby, I got albums. it. Yeah. What's, yeah. What's, yeah, what's, what's, his very full, what's his full real name? What's his full real Original name? Original Dwight. Yeah, Reggie Dwight. Reggie Dwight now. Hercules. Yeah. 
Okay. Second were the Rolling Stones. So they were there in both. Um, third, Pink Floyd. Go, Eddie. Um, yeah, go, Eddie. The fourth, fourth Ava. And fifth were Led Zeppelin. So mm. and most of that was probably Led I was wondering where Abba would rate. I thought they'd be a bit higher than fourth. Yeah, I know. Well, the trouble with Abba, with album sales, is that their target audience were five, six, seven, and eight years old in the 1970s. I thought they captured the adult Albums. population quite well. Oh, I was like, anyway. <laughs> Question. And this, this one's got a bit of conjecture because different sizes give you different answers, but I tried to get an average. Um, what's the biggest selling vinyl album of all time? So, not group or band or artist, actual album. Thriller. Oh, actually, no. Is it White Christmas by somebody? Oh, yeah. Keep, keep that in mind, Captain. By somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Bing Crosby. Uh, we're, we're, talking, we're, we're talking about an album. Okay, so it's either The Best of the Eagles, Thriller, or White Christmas. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I would have said Thriller. Mm, I thought someone outsold Thriller. Is it The Bible? It the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> In vinyl form, yeah. Um, Is it the Bible? The biggest selling vinyl album of all time. So we've got to forget about CDs, if possible. Um, so someone's touched on it quite often. Um, and the answer, obviously, apparently is Thriller. Still is Thriller. Um, oh, now, the Eagles' greatest hits has overtaken it insofar as albums and CDs. I think it overtook it last year or the year before. Right. It's the biggest selling of all time. Number two is At Back the time, in Black. obviously, it was just albums. Oh, Back in Black. Yeah, number two is Back in Black. Three is Dark Side of the Moon. Mm-hmm. Four, four spun me out, and it must be American, but it's The Bodyguard. Is it Roxette? Is it Roxette? Oh, it's Roxette, so it's by the, bo- it's Roxette. the Bodyguard was oh. in The Bodyguard. The video's oh. gone. The video's gone. And fifth is actually Bad, again, by Michael Jackson. Really? I would say Pink Floyd were bad. And he got one mention as opposed to Michael Jackson. Okay. Who who has sold the most albums ever? No, it's not Elvis Presley. God damn it. Elvis Presley. Pink Crosby. He sold a few. Beatles, Pink Floyd, going with the stock standard one. No, no, it's it's, it's modern for sure. There's more people now. Queen. No, vinyl albums. We're talking vinyl albums. Vinyl albums. Queen. Stones. Hang on. Come on. Oh, the Beatles. Has be anyone mentioned it? Right? Yeah, it's been mentioned a few times. It's got to be the Beatles. It's pretty straightforward. Could be Led Zeppelin. You guys, the, the, be- yeah, the right. Beatles have got like 25, 20. How many albums the Beatles have? And they think how many they buy. Led Zeppelin had 10, whatever. They've got less than, the most. less than Slim so Dusty. Just think about it like that. Slim Dusty, 106. There you go. No, number one is the Beatles, 258 million albums. So, number two is Elvis Presley, 207 million. And three is Michael Jackson. What's the best ever selling vinyl single? Achy, breaky heart for sure. Come on, someone someone mentioned it before in the albums. It's actually a single. I think I love you. The Partridge Family. White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Why won't you recognize this? (laughs) It is. The best-selling single ever is White Christmas, written by Irvin Berlin, sung by Bing Crosby, 50-plus million sales. Uh, the captain is on fire. Now, I'll get a little bit 
little bit different here. From 2010 to 2020, mm-hmm. what's the most popular album? What, what album was purchased the most from 2010 to 2020? No, Van Halen. Eddie will love the answer. Dark Side of the Moon. Man. Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac. Mac. <laughs> It'll be slaying. fucking Adele. Cassette, Cassette Queen. Got it? It's Fleetwood Mac Rumours. Of course, that album's cool again, and the young kitties are buying it. Number two is actually Back to Black, not Back in Black. Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Three is Dark Side of the Moon. Thank you, Eddie. Um... Four, kind of weird, Guardians of the Galaxy, awesome mix volume one. Oh, that's awesome really good. Mix. I yeah. love that. Their, their albums are great. It's got and ELL tracks. It's great. Yeah, exactly. The, start, the first song in that movie just rocks. Yeah. Um, and I was quite happy to hear the fifth is The Stone Roses, self-titled. Yeah, amazing. Mm. Amazing. I've got that, and that does get played regularly, actually. Do you like moving around the house into different areas? Like it's like, what's going on? Yeah, it's like, yeah no, I just went like, outside. Uh, just, I just yeah. went outside. Well, we always talk about and the references to Spinal Tap and their mm. album Smell the Glove. And, you know, it wasn't a glove, believe me. And um, it's referencing all of the, I suppose, heavy metal albums of album covers of the time. One of my favourite bands is The Scorpions, and they're a German band. And their manager, I suppose, at the time was very um, groundbreaking because as a German band, you know, it would be hard to break into, you know, the worldwide market, American market. So they wanted to be quite scandalous with their album covers. And if you know any of them, um, there's a little little bit of nudity. They're, they're quite, and they're beautifully taken photographs. And, um, so it's art, really. Know, it, it, it is. It really, really is. And so um, their album cover of uh, Virgin Killer, which was released in 1976, I think, actually had a young girl. She was probably maybe eight or nine and she was completely naked. And right uh, sort of a bit, there was like a, it almost looked like a broken glass sort of star coming out. And, of course, that was banned worldwide. Well, nobody had it so they actually had to reshoot the cover and distribute it in america that just had the the band on on the cover and all of their album covers you know that went through were all all the same and so i think spinal tap reference um the scorpions album covers in that um in that scene and and how their album just became completely black they referenced the white album you know, of the Beatles, you know, what was that? It had nothing on it. I, I hate to, to mention it, but I, I think album covers and iconic is Dark Side of the Moon, you know, with yeah. the, mm-hmm. the prism refraction light. It's pretty iconic and everyone associates and knows what, what that is. It's pretty, pretty hard. So, so we're talking about recognition more than really, aren't we? As oh, far well, just, as what the just band album, is? Or? Yeah, I think just album covers because it's, you know, because it's such a large piece, you know, if you think about the size of a record cover, like that is part of the selling point, not only of what's contained inside, but that's what, you know, you would buy potentially something based on the cover art. What's the most expensive vinyl record ever sold? 
And oh, I know that. Oh, well, ever sold or ever uh, ever produced? Ever sold. Now, it was a personal copy owned by a musician who played in the band who made the record. So we were talking about the uh, what's the gang? The Woohoo gang? What's Wuhan gang? Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. It is. And yeah. and they made one copy of that and it was bought two million dollars, but then it was resold on for four point six, something like that. Am I in the yeah, ball am I in the ballpark? Yeah, yeah no, it was Have sold for two, the two million. It was, it was once upon a time in Shaolin or something like that, I think it was called. Yeah. Um yeah. but and, just going but then, back a bit, the second most expensive album ever. And we were just talking about it. Someone could be Googling about it. It's a big oh, red car okay. by the Wiggles. <laughs> Gold. So close. Absolutely. No, don't don't say anything else. It's definitely a big red car. Two, two, two. Oh, let, let's change the question to which one of the Beatles owned the album they sold, which was the White Album, for $790,000. Oh, I said something McCartney would do. I'd, I'd, I'd give that to Ringo, actually. Dude, McCartney well, got divorced and spent $128 million and yeah, someone worked he out if he'd, hired, if, he'd, if, he'd got, if he'd got the most expensive working girl in the world, he would have saved $100 million. <laughs> it, was Ringo, it was Ringo, Eddie. So um, apparently the White Album or the self-titled album, they were all numbered and he obviously had 0, 0, 0, 0, 0 whatever, one. And, yeah, sold it for 790 Next question. This is one of the most important vinyl music questions of all time. Um, what was the name of the IKEA shelf that caused collectors to panic when it was discontinued in 2014? Multiple, multiple choice. <laughs> A. Apple of B. Expedia. K. Calix. Or D. Tom Ness. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to jump in there because I believe I own one of these. I'm going to go with D. Okay, look, it was... No, it's Calix, and it's been replaced by Expedia. I've got experts in there. I've actually got the answer as Expedia, so... Oh, really? Okay. Obviously, it was I'll be back in perfect, perfectly sized for final albums. So there you go. Time. Just one quick last question. We'll throw it at you. What are vinyl records made from? It's multiple choice. Ethylene, which is basically crude oil. Synthetic plastic. Or... Polyonal chloride or D old car tires? C. D. Yeah, I'll go C. Bit of a trick one. It's actually A, B, or C. So it could be ethanol, synthetic plastic, or polyurinal chloride because they're all the same thing. So, right. So it's basically made from oil, which is great. Um, awesome. So well, thank God for ruining the environment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the next hey. time you're listening to a volume record, just think the world's dying. Awesome. Right? So it's yeah. good for the environment. It's the yeah. best way to use oil. Yeah. All and, oil you know. Use some vinyl records. That's how it. How many That's copies? It. Hashtag. How, how Hashtag. many copies of uh, Dark Side of the Moon? So I'm never going to run out of, um, you know, toilet mats. It's amazing. But, Captain, I'm, I'm at a loss. I can understand someone buying Dark Side of the Moon, but why would anybody buy it twice? Times. Actually, three times. You know, there's there's three kitty times. litter, got a toilet edition. mats, um, you know, like, I don't know, there's so many uses God. for it, apart from putting it on your record player. On your, I thought you were going to say on your oh, box. Oh, my like God, I didn't know you were, 
Eddie and the captain were such kindred spirits over this until now. Oh, yeah, it's, I'm passionate. I'm passionate. Oh, I can hear it. I think if you did a survey, Sid, you'd, you'd be pleasantly surprised at how many people hate Pink Floyd. Don't worry, Sid, we'll hold the door, mate. It's all, it's all good. Well, in Captain's case, hold the door, Matt. Maybe it's that poetic, artistic or romantic feeling that comes with vinyl. Maybe it's just the vibe. The hum in the speakers and the crackle when that stylist hits the vinyl. Remembering that the first, second, third, or if you, if you were hot like me when I was young, your tenth love by the age of 16. Maybe it's remembering simpler times, less stressful days when the top ten on the music charts was a big thing. A time when we hung posters of bands and solo artists in our bedroom walls and we read magazines. Well, most of us read them anyway. Well, listener, it's not too late to rediscover these times, rediscover old memories. Get yourself a turntable and amp some speakers. Plonk some old record on. Drag that tone arm over. Make sure you're on the right speed. Let that stylus touch that vinyl. Listen to that crackle. Sit back and enjoy. At least until it hits a scratch or you, you have to change size or some song you hate comes on. You know what I mean. Just enjoy, everyone. So the other day, this old woman at the supermarket, she just crashed a trolley strand in my car. And that starts a whole barrage of things you can talk about. There's no, like, there's enough bullshit in our life going on that you don't need to. I mean, I'm not, I'm not dissing this at all. I'm just saying, like, you could do this every You obviously days. haven't heard There's, men talking over beer there, Jerry. That's what I'm saying is I just want to get away from my girlfriend for like a, every now and again. It's just so good. It's a good excuse to have a couple of years. Even though she's about to go away to work for a few weeks, but anyway. Mm. So, oh, it's the so, old Kylie with those Rolling Stones, right? I reckon those two albums just on their own are worth fifty bucks. I got the whole unit. Yeah, and, absolutely. And so nice. So, what's your address? <laughs> hey, Sorry, I, I, I hide them behind the Pink Floyd album so no one touches them. <laughs> <laughs> it was Sid said that was seven or eight minutes long. Incidentally, that's about the length of the intro for most of the um, Pink Floyd songs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, when this one trick pony, this... Eddie. That's my birthday on Monday, so no, not on Monday. Visit people. Oh. Then yeah, yeah. Let's have a let's have a night where we just lay on the floor and listen to um, War of the Worlds. Dude, okay. I'll, ha- I'll so- happily get stoned. Is it? Holy crap! Yeah. We've been on for like two and, yeah. and a half hours. <laughs>